0: You told yourself, this is the year I'll make progress on my goals. But if you're honest, you'll look back only to find that you're stuck in the same place you were months ago. You have great intentions, but the follow through just doesn't happen. Why is that, and how can you change it? Grab a pen and paper, because today, we're sharing why getting your goals out of your head actually helps you win. Hey you, you're listening to the
1: Messy Desk Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to achieve more without the
0: overwhelm and drama. Because although business and life get messy, that doesn't mean things have to be hard. Join us as we help you cope with the
1: chaos and banish your barriers so that you can move forward in your entrepreneurial journey. I'm Megan Monahan. And I'm Teresa Safali. Let's get on with it.
0: Hey, Megan. Hi, Teresa. How are you today? I'm good. I'm glad to be recording. I was missing this. Me too. I'm feeling very messy today.
1: My desk is messy behind me. <laughs> and as you know, I have a heart monitor on and this is the only t-shirt I own that covers it because I didn't want everyone to have to look at it.
0: <laughs> ah, I anyway. hear you. Yeah, I got my own mess going on over here. Uh, we had a, a backup in the sink upstairs and of course now is when the plumber shows up and uh, my little Charlotte, God bless her, the puppy, is just barking, trying to alert us that there's someone in the house and she's wondering why we're not doing anything about that. So,
1: so we have a guest today. We have Barky McDougall,
0: huh? Yeah, <laughs> we may. We very well may. We'll have to see. We're just going to go for it. You know? All right, <laughs> That's reality, guys. So, so, you know, recently I was speaking with a colleague and he shared several strategies and tactics that he'd been taking in his business. But the more I listened to him talk, the the more confused I got. And I asked him, what are all these actions you're taking helping you achieve? And so he tilted his head and he looked at me as though I was speaking like another language um, or had two heads. So, you know, I just tried to clarify. I'm like, well, what are your goals? Because it sounds like you're really busy doing all of these things. And I'm curious to know how the actions you're taking are supporting your goals. So he replied with, well, I kind of sort of know what I want, but I don't really have anything specific. So impressing further, it was clear that he thought about what he wanted from his business in a general way. But in fact, he did not have any clear specific goals at all he was basically just functioning in his business day to day doing what he thought he was supposed to do and trying new things however he didn't know what he was actually working towards and therefore he didn't know if any of his efforts were working or even if they were the right ones and how could he exactly and how could he You can't possibly know if the
1: tactics and strategies are working if you don't know your goals. That'd be like driving to a party that's somewhere in California, but you would have no
0: clue what the address is.
1: Mm -hmm. And without that address, guess what? You're not going to the party.
0: Yes. Yes. That's right. And running a business without setting any clear goals or objectives is exactly like that. Yet, this is how the majority of business owners function. You have some vague notion of where you'd like to go in your head, and then that's as far as it gets. Yeah, it's no wonder you end up frustrated
1: and disillusioned. We get it. Setting goals can be overwhelming. Both Teresa and I have definitely been there. It's the pinnacle of working messy. You know in your heart that you should set a few goals
0: and write them down, but you don't do it. Why is that? That's a great question. You know, in my work with clients, I've uncovered three reasons why you don't write down your goals. The first reason, I think, is your limiting beliefs. Often, you have lofty aspirations, but your negative self-talk keeps you small and too fearful to take action on those ambitions.
1: Yeah, I think your limiting beliefs can absolutely keep you from aiming higher. If you want to achieve bigger things, You must face those limiting beliefs and reframe them. It takes work though. I'm telling you, it takes lots of work, (laughs) but it's important work because your mindset determines your success. You can choose at any time to change your beliefs. That's what's so great about that problem or issue if you have it. We shared some core business beliefs in episode 17, You don't need to change everything all at once. Just remember to start by changing one belief at a time.
0: Wise words, Megan. Okay, the second reason is you don't want to commit to just a few things. You want to do everything. But can you have it all? Well, while it's debatable, I think that you can, but you just can't have it all at the same time.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm so glad you mentioned this. I think you were talking about me when you said that. (laughs) This is actually my biggest barrier to goal setting. I want to accomplish too much in too little time. I want to do it all. You know me, that's how I am. (laughs) I want to pick just a couple things. When you divide your focus across too many things, though, it's impossible to get anything over the finish line. That has happened to me multiple times. Failing to reach the end of a project or Your end goal leads to frustration
0: and overwhelm, and that compounds your limiting beliefs, right? I think so, Megan. When you're not achieving anything, it opens up the door to that negative self-talk. You begin to think that you don't have what it takes. But truthfully, all of that could be avoided if you just committed to a few goals for the year. Commitment is a crucial part of achieving your goals. When you don't commit to a goal by writing it down and planning it out, you're basically saying, oh, I don't really want this. So choose. There's nothing wrong with choosing a few things for now and saving other things for later. And finally, the third reason is simply that writing your goals down and planning seems like too much work. You just don't want to take the time to do it.
1: Yeah, I can see that. It does take time and effort when it comes to choosing your goals and creating a plan to achieve them. You're busy. But like they say, you have to slow down to speed up sometimes. Wouldn't it feel great knowing that what you're doing matters to your bigger picture? To me, writing down my goals and creating a plan
0: to attain them sounds like a good use of time, not a waste of it. I think so too. If you want to work smarter, you have to get your goals and aspirations out of your head, the time you spend doing that is an investment in your future. Working on your business without having clearly expressed goals prevents you from making any real progress, period. As a matter of fact, Gail Matthews, a clinical psychologist from Dominican University, ran a study on the effects of writing down your goals. In the study, 267 participants were separated into five control groups. Group one was asked to think about the goals they wanted to achieve and simply state them. Groups two through five were asked to write down their goals. And then groups three through five were given additional criteria from creating action steps to submitting a written report on their progress to a friend. Oh, data, you
1: know I love research and data. So I have to know what was the outcome of that.
0: Well, Matthew's study concluded that you're 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. And of all the control groups, I thought it was really interesting and not surprising that group five had the best success rate with 76% of the stated goals achieved. That group was asked to write down their goals, create an action plan for it, tell a friend, and then send a weekly report to them.
1: Wow. Those are pretty significant results. Teresa, I know you work with your clients on this stuff all the time. So how about you share with us three more reasons that achieving your goals is more likely
0: when you get them out of your head? Well, I'd love to. This is my favorite part. (laughs) Okay. So you know I am a huge believer in planning. If you've been listening to this podcast at all for any length of time, even just a few episodes, I'm always talking about the plan, right? That's true. Yeah. Having a plan saves you time in and of itself, but it still begs the question, what are you planning for? And how can you plan without knowing the goal? Right. Yet there you are taking
1: action all over the place without knowing where it's taking you or if it even matters. It makes me think about a quote by Yogi Berra. If you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. You waste so much time when your actions don't
0: align with a goal, and you know how much I hate wasting time. I sure do, and that's why reason number one is to write down your goal so you can save time. Look, we know you're taking action every day in your business, but being busy isn't a goal. So true. Uh, So true. (laughs) It feels like
1: one, but it's not one. Yeah,
0: it's not. It's just not. (laughs) So like the friend I'd mentioned earlier, you're trying different strategies and tactics, but you can't explain why you're doing them in the first place. Even if you're seeing results from your efforts, you can't say how the results benefit you or what the results are moving you closer to achieving. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think this is similar to what I'm always saying about content and marketing, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to know the why to point you in the right direction. The why determines a lot of your next steps and action items. Okay, so what you're saying is that any action you take in your
0: business should be moving you closer to achieving your goal. Is that right? Exactly. This saves you tons of time in the long run. Who wants to do unnecessary work? (laughs) But yet we're doing that, right? (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Yeah. Instead of taking random actions, choose the activities to take in your business based on the goals you want to achieve. Duh. (laughs) You can't clearly see that unless you get the goals out of your head. So think of your goal as a pin sticking in a map. It's marking a destination. Once you have that information, you can create a path to get there. You'll know in which direction to head and what turns to make along the way, then all you need to do is follow the path. It's really that simple. It's a great visual. It's by following the path that you save time. The path to your goal will contain only the strategies, tactics, and tasks that will bring you closer to your goal. No more wasting hours on the things that don't matter to your business. Instead, you'll end up doing less. Doing less means you'll have more time And in my book, more time equals more happiness and prosperity. Okay, that is brilliant advice.
1: I love it. That's a much smarter way to work. Okay, so
0: what's the second reason to write your goals down? Okay, the second reason to write down your goals is that it helps you make real progress. You can't possibly expect to make actual progress on a vague idea. So Tony Robbins says, setting goals is the first step into turning the invisible into the visible. I love this quote. When your goals are written down, they become tangible, fixed objects, right? Now they're real. When you don't, then they are moving targets and you can't make progress on a moving target. True. To make real progress on your goals, you have to choose the right actions to take. Your goals provide the information you need to make the best choices when it comes to deciding what to do. Having your goals written down helps you choose what strategies and tactics to try, when to try something new, when to remove things that aren't working, and if and when you need to make a change to your goals. So when you document your goals, you can then see the
1: right actions to take. You gain clarity. That really makes sense to me. When I went through your Plan to Achieve course, you shared a framing question that we could use to help us make good choices around our actions. Will you share that with everyone?
0: Of course. I heard this from James Wedmore, but I have no idea where he heard it. Um, The question is, will this get me there? That's helped me stay on track so many times. Once you've committed to a goal and created a path to achieve it, there will be decisions to make and opportunities that come up along your journey. By applying the question, will this get me there? You can more easily identify what you should spend your time doing. It also helps you identify what is and what isn't a distraction. That's a really good question. I love
1: that question. It's so, it, it, it's, it, worked, it works for more situations than just this. <laughs>
0: yes, it's true.
1: it's true. It's perfect for marketing too.
0: <laughs> So for example, let's say your goal is to add 500 new relevant email subscribers to your list in the next three months. And a friend who's hosting an online summit asks you to participate. At first, it seems like a great opportunity to get in front of a lot of new eyes. But then you realize that the audience demographic doesn't align with yours. This is where you'd apply that question. Before you say yes, stop and ask yourself, Will this opportunity get me closer to 500 new relevant email subscribers? While the opportunity might move your numbers, those new subscribers certainly won't be relevant. So you can confidently say no thank you and move on to something more worthwhile. But in order for that question to work, you have to get clear on your goals. So get those goals out of your head and write them down so they are visible. I love
1: that you mentioned this because you're reiterating what we talked about in last week's episode about how goal setting supports your decision to say yes or to say no.
0: Yep. If the results of something you're doing isn't clearly moving you in the direction of achieving your goals, it's time to say no to it. Dump that activity or change it. Continuing to do work that isn't moving you forward hampers your progress. It, again, starts with just writing those goals down. It's easier to determine what is and isn't working when you know what you're working for.
1: You know, it's amazing to me how setting goals makes identifying tasks and taking action so much easier and obvious. I don't believe that people realize that. I don't think so either. Okay, so that brings Teresa to the last reason to write down your goals.
0: I think this last point is really important. Writing down your goals helps you stay accountable to them. You're essentially saying, I'm committing to this. It makes them real. It's easier to be responsible for something when you know what it is. Writing down your goals also helps you articulate them. It's easier to speak about your goals when you've gotten clear on them yourself. And once you've done that, you can go a step further by sharing your goals with others. Tell a friend. And then they can help you stay accountable to your goals as well. Commitment
1: to your goals and to yourself is a big deal. And I love the idea of incorporating accountability into goal setting. Sharing your goals with others is an effective method to get clearer on your goals and stick to them. Thank you for all of this helpful advice, Teresa. As I've mentioned before and I'm going to say it again, Teresa's plan to achieve course was so helpful for me in my goal setting and planning. In fact, it made me change direction a bit. And I really think
0: that's a good thing. Thanks, Megan. You know, it makes me feel really good knowing that the course helped you. So, and that's the whole purpose of, you know, what we're doing here, even on the Messy Desk podcast, right? Yes, completely. That's what drives us. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, friends. Now you know why achieving your goals starts with writing them down. You'll save time, you'll make real progress, and you'll stay accountable. If you've been functioning in your business without writing your goals down and appropriately planning for them, I invite you to think about this. While messy moments are a normal part of doing business, not having clearly defined, written out goals is not one of them. I agree. Taking imperfect
1: action on those goals is unavoidable, but you'll save yourself a lot of stress if you
0: take the time to get your goals out of your head first. Great advice. Okay, that's it for this episode. You can always visit our website at MessyDeskPodcast.com for our show notes and links to resources we discussed in the episode. If you like what you heard today, please share this with a friend or leave us a review. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on the Messy Desk Podcast.
1: Hi everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Messy Desk Podcast and leave us a review.
0: We're interested in what you're interested in. So email us at MessyDeskPodcast at gmail.com with your topic suggestions and questions. And most importantly, stay messy because
1: that's where the growth, progress, and magic happen.
0: We're just having a typical up. Monday. There is <laughs> literally a truck backing up, and I'm somebody's trying to keep us from making progress here. Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> awesome.